Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. CM Punk is back inside a WWE ring after almost a decade holding a microphone live and in person and CM Punk said his very first words on Monday Night Raw and a lot of mixed reactions from his very first promo back in the WWE. What is going on folks? Welcome back again to Snug Wrestling with me your host. My name is Edgar and today we are going to be going over the most anticipated Monday Night Raw ever probably and this is a new era of wwe at least that's what it feels like because not only did we get randy orton back cm punk is back our truth is back monday night raw also got a new intro so for many reasons this monday night raw just felt a little different in some aspects but when it comes to other things in monday night raw not a whole lot has changed actually it's still not monday night raw without the brawl it's the judgment day it's still interrupting the opening segments and we still get a shit ton of backstage segments a bunch of interviews and a bunch of in-ring promos so we're gonna go over all of that today but first please be sure to hit me up at snug wrestling at all my social media accounts let's get into it monday night raw nashville tennessee let's go The Viper Randy Orton is opening up the show The Apex Predator to open up Monday Night Raw after his big Survivor Series comeback win. Welcome back Chance, Randy Chance are going around in this arena and Randy Orton was just taking it in. It seems like Randy Orton is really happy to be back and you can just tell that he's really embracing this moment. And Randy Orton welcomes everyone to Monday Night Raw and oh man, I'm thinking how long before the Judgment Day interrupts? Randy Orton Orton got to make a great moment at War Games for being in that historic match created by the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Randy Orton says that he has receipts and he has unfinished business with all of the members of the Bloodline. And when he says all of them, he means all of them, which then he winked at the camera. And that can mean including Jay Uso and also Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn at one point was also a member of the Bloodline. And someone must have forgotten to update Randy and to tell Randy that the Bloodline is on Friday Night Smackdown. Randy, if you're after the Bloodline, you're in the wrong show because they're over there on the other side on the blue brand on Friday nights. And after the entrances, the recaps, the intros, it took the Judgment Day about 20 minutes to come out and interrupt Randy Orton. Welcome to Raw, Randy. It doesn't matter who opens up the show. It doesn't matter how long you've been gone for. It doesn't matter who you are. One thing for sure... On Monday Night Raw, the Judgment Day is always going to interrupt you. And Rhea Ripley comes out, but at least Rhea Ripley tries to update Randy Orton on some of the things that go down on Monday Night Raw. The Bloodline, they no longer run things. It's all about the Judgment Day now. And Rhea is starting to make some threats, and the people in Nashville start chanting RKO because the people know Randy Orton will dish out RKOs like they were candies in Halloween. Anyone can get it. Randy Orton tells Rhea 
Rhea Ripley that daddy is back and no one tells Randy what to do. So Rhea Ripley as of now officially has made Randy Orton the Judgment Day's enemy and it's not Raw without the brawl with the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day attacked Randy Orton from behind and the main event is set Randy Orton versus Don Mysterio and poor old Don Mysterio he looks scared as fuck i wouldn't be scared too if i had to get in the ring with someone like randy orton that guy's not only jacked but he also likes to set people on fire so dom you better watch out and the first hour of monday night raw was commercial free and we got this opening segment with randy orton in the judgment day and for the rest of the hour we were gonna get the tag team turmoil matches that were announced last week and one of the things that i was wondering while i was watching all of these tag team matches is how are these teams determined like how is the order determined of this tag team turmoil because the diy wrestled in like three matches the creed brothers wrestled in like two matches and the new day and the imperium they just kind of showed up to just pick up the scraps so how is that determined how come the new day and the imperium are the ones to be chosen to have the advantage because let's face it the new day and the imperium were just picking up the scraps of what the DIY DIY and the Creed Brothers had left over. So the first match was Otis and Tozawa versus DIY. No Chad Gable and Otis here. The Alpha Academy, they went with their new member instead. So that right off the bat told me the Alpha Academy, they don't want to win this. They're not even going to try to win this. If Chad Gable is not going to be the one in this tag team turmoil match, I'm not really going to take this seriously either. Tozawa eats the pin for the first match and they got eliminated first on this turmoil tag team then into sheer versus diy i was a really big fan of veer when he first debuted in the main roster back in 2021 veer always reminded me of a rusev he had the same wrestling style the same look almost just a total badass in the ring and just looked mean and vicious so when i found out that into sheer was going to come back to monday night raw for this tag team turmoil i was really excited to see veer and jinder mahal along with their other partner in Indusheer. Indusheer's last match on Monday Night Raw was back in June and they have been coming back and forth from NXT to the main roster and it seemed like Indusheer was going to pick up the win here because they were really dominating the DIY but Johnny Gargano out of nowhere after taking all this damage got a surprise roll up on Veer of all people and they get the win over Indusheer and they move on to face the Creed Brothers on the next match but by this time this was the DIY's third match so the Creed Brothers they eliminated the DIY to move on versus the New Day and the New Day they have the huge advantage here but even with this big advantage that the New Day had the Creed Brothers managed to pick up the win versus the New Day and they move on to face the final team which is my favorite team currently in WWE the Imperium but the Imperium they have been having their issues as of late but I hope that they can get it together here the creed brothers they hit their big finisher the cannonball from the top rope and they won the third match and they defeated the imperium but it looked like one of the creed brothers they might have landed hard on vinci and i think vinci got legitimately hurt from taking that cannonball because you can hear the referee tell the creed brothers to cover vinci on camera so the creed brothers they won this turmoil tag team match to become the new number one contenders for the judgment days under 
undisputed tag team championships last week on Friday. The Street Profits were the number one contenders, but they lost their opportunity. So now the Creed Brothers, they're up. The Judgment Day, they're backstage and Damian Priest is pissed again. And he's paranoid because Priest was the one that got pinned at the War Games and he's blaming himself for letting his team down. And he also thinks his teammates, his faction members are also blaming Damian Priest. But Finn Balor and Dominic Mysterio assure Damian Priest that everything is all good. And one of the winners from the War Games, the guy that pinned Damian Priest at Survivor Series, Cody Rhodes, has an in-ring interview, an in-ring segment, or an in-ring promo, and he puts over all of his partners from the War Games and announces his entry at the 2024 Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes is the very first one to be entered into the next Royal Rumble, and then the lights go out. Poor Cody Rhodes, he had no idea what was going on. He seemed really confused. He was looking around until Shinsuke Nakamura showed up on the Titan Tron and Shinsuke makes it clear who he has been talking to this whole time during those backstage pre-recorded promos and it was Cody Rhodes. The camera turns back to the ring and the people are going crazy and I'm like what is going on? But Shinsuke Nakamura appears behind Cody Rhodes sprays the red mist on Cody Rhodes face and Shinsuke Nakamura he is after the American Nightmare. The big beefy men slapping of the meat match Bronson Reed versus Ivar 2 heavyweights going at it unlike most tag teams ivar's partner when he got injured that did not put ivar on the shelf because ivar is still getting used in singles matches instead of both guys being mia two big beefy men going at it but two big very agile beefy men for their size both of these guys are pretty quick in the ring valhalla gets ejected from ringside after trying to get involved in this match the fight breaks out outside of the ring on ringside and these two guys get counted out and what do you know a referee that knows how to count and a referee that actually follows the rules and they wanted to keep fighting after the bell rang security guard tries to break up these two they kept going at it Bronson Reed at one point was literally throwing people at Ivar like he was just picking them up like there were pieces of rocks or something just launching human beings at Ivar the feud between these two is heating up after this count out we'll most definitely be seeing another match between Ivar and Bronson Reed down the line. Nia Jax is backstage with Zoe Starks Nia Jax is rubbing salt on the wound and making fun of Zoe Starks after Zoe Starks lost her match versus Rhea Ripley but Zoe Starks does not put up with this she says nah nah homie I don't play that you and me tonight in a match and Zoe Starks not the smartest idea that you have had but you have been going around challenging for plenty of matches that are way over your head so why not Zoe Starks let's put you in the ring with Nia Jax and let's just hope for the best the Judgment Day they have another backstage segment and their clubhouse gets crashed by R-Truth R-Truth is eating jelly rolls and wants to join the Judgment Day and be the fifth member of the War Games typical R-Truth he's always late when it comes to these things and he also tries to update the Judgment Day that Randy Orton is back good to have you back our truth we have all missed you never change Nijax versus Zoe Starks I think it's safe to say that Zoe Starks is gonna lose this one again Nijax she's just been running through everyone in this women's division and Nijax did win this
this match. Another loss for Zoe. But I think I know what WWE is trying to do here. They're trying to get some sympathy for Zoe Starks after getting beaten by two of the meanest, baddest women in the WWE roster. But Zoe Starks, we need to get her some wins. Gunther and The Miz are face to face for the very first time after their match at Survivor Series. And Miz challenges Gunther for a rematch. Miz was feeling froggy after their match at Survivor Series because he believes that he almost had it. The Miz believes that he was about to become the new Intercontinental Champion and deserves to be in the ring with Gunther and deserves to get another shot at the title. But Gunther, he does not believe that Little Mike deserves to be in the ring with the ring general. And I think that's true. I think that's facts. I'm going to call facts on that, Gunther. Keep it moving, Little Mike. Let someone else that's actually worthy face the champ. And speaking of champs, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth freaking Rollins has a in-ring promo and Seth is holding out the mic to try to get the people to sing his song but instead Seth Rollins gets CM Punk chant and for a second it looked like Seth was losing the fans and they were actually going to turn on Rollins but Seth gets them back singing his song but if Seth Rollins keeps talking smack about the returning hero CM Punk the way that he has calling him a hypocrite he's not worth the energy he's not worth Seth Rollins's breath the people well they might end up turning on Seth freaking Rollins and Drew McIntyre interrupts and wants a rematch at the World Heavyweight Championship all of these losers they think that they deserve rematches I'm not sure that's how that works Drew McIntyre says that he's ready to put Jay Uso on the back burner and focus on what's most important and that's Seth Rollins championship Seth Rollins believes that Drew McIntyre does deserve a another shot at the belt but there's other people that deserve a championship match a little bit more than the scottish warrior drew mcintyre people like jay uso and oh shit and the look on drew mcintyre's face says it all drew mcintyre was not happy to hear that jay uso is someone who deserves a title shot more than drew mcintyre drew mcintyre headbutts seth rollins takes him out and jay uso's music hits it's just me and comes out for the save Seth Rollins and Jay Uso both take out Drew McIntyre and the world heavyweight champion might be getting a heat down next week on Monday Night Raw and we might be getting a new world heavyweight champion although very unlikely because Drew McIntyre I can definitely see him coming out and starting some shit trying to cause Jay Uso his big championship match but either way that should be a match worth looking forward to the women's tag team championship titles were on the line chelsea green and piper nevin versus the number one contenders natalia and tegan knox the challengers would be very deserving if they actually picked up the win here but piper nevin gets the pin and the tag team champions retain jay uso and randy orton are backstage jay finds randy to apologize and to thank him for having his back during the war games because jay uso heard randy orton say that randy has receipts for all of the members of the bloodline and jay wanted to just make sure that randy knew hey i'm out the bloodline that's not my thing anymore i'm all rainbows and unicorns now over here on monday night raw and randy says yeah 
we're good but i would not trust the viper that sneaky snake that guy he will strike when you least expect it so jay uso better have that guard up still because old randy orton he don't fuck around the legend the great the massive looking more jacked and looking better than ever dominic mysterio versus randy orton Dominic Mysterio gets the mic during picture in picture and we couldn't hear anything the legendary Dom was saying. Damn it, I wanted to hear what the GOAT had to say. Dominic was using his veteran skills here versus Randy Orton and was taking the fight to Randy like it was just another day in the yard. This ain't Roman's yard or this ain't Taker's yard anymore. This is Dominic Mysterio's yard now and he was really showing it here versus the Viper Randy Orton. Randy Orton takes out JD Madonna and Dirk Dominic Mysterio with an RKO and picked up the win thanks to some guy named Jelly Roll who smelled like weed sitting in ringside. Why are we letting Mary Jane heads sitting ringside getting involved in Dirty Dom's business? Dirty Dom is the North American champion, has some respect for Dirty Dom. And the guy that everyone has been talking about since months and months and months since his departure from AW, since he got fired from AW. CM Punk is back inside a WWE ring for the very first time in over nine years, almost a decade. And man, I still can't believe that CM Punk is back in the WWE. I'd never thought I'd see the day. And CM Punk says that he's changed and that he's home. And this is where he belongs. And I love this promo so much. The people that are not liking this promo for whatever reason, the promo was too short. He didn't talk about a W. he didn't say this it was a really fast promo whatever the excuse it is the bottom line is cm punk returned because of the fans the fans never stopped chanting cm punk's name the fans were asking for cm punk to return to the wwe and the fans made this all happen the cm punk chants were in every single arena across the world everywhere the wwe was you can hear cm punk chants not just recently but over the years and wwe had no choice but to bring him back and that is also one of the things that cm punk addressed in this promo which was really good to hear the fact that cm punk acknowledges his fans and thanks his fans for making this all happen and for keeping cm punk relevant all the credit to the fans and also cm punk mentioned the wise man the wise man told him to leave and he was right which that also got me thinking holy shit paul Heyman. what's gonna happen with paul Heyman? we've seen that in the past paul Heyman has kind of been stuck between brock lesnar and roman reigns well cm punk that's another guy that paul Heyman has a lot of history with and that can lead to some good feuds some good storytelling with paul Heyman, roman reigns and cm punk that's something else to be very excited about because man can you imagine what what can go on a lot of possibilities now that CM Punk is back CM Punk also addressed his wife AJ Lee who's another topic of conversation since CM Punk returned to the WWE is it possible that AJ Lee can come back to the WWE and I think it's been proven time and time again that anything can happen in the WWE never say never but 
man, everything about this was just great. The GOAT is back in the WWE, cutting promos like he should. And I was really happy to see that image once again. But let me know what you guys think about Monday Night Raw, about the CM Punk promo, and anything that went down on the show. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.